Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, I ain't gonna jump up and down all right. I'm still recovering from that damn ankle injury when I bust my ass at All-Star Weekend. But it don't matter, y'all, because I got an A-list, all right? Now, here's the subject. I'm gonna tell you the top five most potentially impactful oh. NBA players down the stretch. I'm going with potential, right? That's right, Shannon. I threw a monkey wrench. I changed it on you. you. I you changed it on you. I did it on purpose, okay? That's what I did. <laughs> now, keep this in mind. Shanae, Shannon. The list is fluid. The list is fluid, okay? It's open for suggestion. I added the word potentially impactful. I did it yeah, on purpose. I, I knew it, all right? right Are you ready for this? Brace yourself for this. Brace yourself for this. Let's go to number five and let's give it to me right now. Bam! The Ant-Man himself. Why? Minnesota Timberwolves, number one seed in the West, tied with Shea Gilgis-Alexander and Oklahoma City Thunder. If this brother, Anthony Edwards, gets on a tear because of the size that Rudy Gobert and Cat Williams, Cat, I'm going to call Anthony Towns, I'm sorry, breaks to the equation, <laughs> then it's a situation like, boom, Minnesota could be anything. That's right, I mentioned Cat Williams. I got Shea Shea right here next to me. How do you think I'll make that mistake, okay? The bottom line is Anthony Edwards, that brother right there is a difference maker. Shannon, this one just for you, baby. Number four, just for you. Give it to me right now, please. Bam! Julius Randle. Oh, yes, I did. I said it, ladies and gentlemen. I said it. Why? Because the New York Knicks, if that brother coming, we know OG and Anobi's going back, coming back. We know that Mitchell Robinson's going to get back. We know that Bogdanovich and Burks has arrived and, and Jalen Brunson is still there. And DiVincenzo, when he's not mugging opposing players, has been doing a great job. But if Julius Randle comes back, Shannon Sharp, if Julius Randle comes back, Shanae, the New York Knicks are going to the conference finals. They're going to the conference finals. That's why I said potentially impactful because I knew he was hurt. <laughs> it was just for him. Let's go to number three on the list, please. Give it to me. Bam! Damian Lillard. Easy call right here, y'all. If Dame Tom shows up the way he did Friday in Minnesota, the way he did in Philadelphia this weekend, if that brother shows up and starts doing what we know he can do, particularly at clutch time, I might have something a reason to be worried about the Knicks. I might have a reason to be worried if I'm the Boston Celtics because Damian Lillard can be that kind of difference maker. He ain't top two on the list though right here. Give it to me right now, please. Bam! Why am I waiting? Kawhi Leonard. When this brother was on a roll before the All-Star break, he was a legitimate MVP candidate. We know what he does to the Lakers. We know what he does to the so-called GOAT. We know what he does to everybody when this brother is on the court and he is clicking. If Kawhi Leonard plays like that MVP candidate we saw in the first few months of the season, the Clippers could win the chip. The Clippers could win the chip. I didn't say the Lakers. I said the Clippers. Shay, Shay, you lift your head up when I'm talking to you. And last but not least, he ain't number one on the list. Here's number one on the list. Give it to me. What? Jamal Murray. Jokic is a given. We know how great he is. Tatum and Boston and all that's a given. Here's the thing. When Murray is on the court with Jokic, they like 31 and 11. When they off the court, it's a 500 team. Jamal Murray is the difference maker. We know what Jokic is going to be. We can take that for granted. We can take Tatum for granted. We can take Jokic for granted. If Jamal Murray shows up, all bets are off in the West. The reigning defending <gasps> NBA champions oh, no. answers the call again. Potentially impactful stars down the stretch. Like, Jamal, Kawhi, Damian, Julius, Anthony. You know what, Steve? Okay. First of all, Stephen A. <gasps> Potentially impactful. Because of Julius Randle. 
Because, it, because Steve, you, he wanted to get a nick on the board. He, that's that's all he wanted to do. Stephen A. Really? Stephen A. Excuse me. Hold on one second. Janae, Shannon, before you get in here, Stephen A., I don't even give grades. This is an F. Because that is the wackest law. I couldn't even follow the title. Your I'm grades like, mean nothing to me. Your grades need nothing to me. Potentially impactful. I'm sorry. I thought this was first show, When you stop sitting up there and, and, and doing all of that other stuff, you could come talk to me. I'm Excuse not interested because you was going to hate on it no matter what. Steven, I'd listening. like to say something. I thought this show was called First Take, and I thought we'd hey. give strong, definitive opinions. Hey, Potentially I just impactful I got down the street. Because of Julius Randle. You're dead to me. You're embarrassing our show. You're embarrassing our show. Carry on. Guess what? Guess what? Even with embarrassment, it's still going to get ratings. Let's go. Go ahead, Let's Shannon. Go. You know Let's what? <laughs> Drop the mic. Minus, minus the Julius Randle. I don't really have a problem with the list. I put Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is on my list. I got him at five. I got Ant-Man at, at, uh, at four. I put Dame. I understand what Giannis is, but Dame is under immense pressure because he's playing with the best player he's ever played with, and he said he wanted out of Portland for a chance to compete for a title. That's right. Dame needs to be impactful. I got Tatum at two. Tatum. You remember you said last the last time they was in the he didn't show up. That's right. He needs to be impactful. Okay. And my number one is Shea Gilgis Alexander. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, I have a problem. Let me just say that, that potentially it's only because of Judy Smith. <laughs> but like, but this is what I'm gonna do to debunk you. Go if ahead. you're gonna say if he's potentially healthy, Julius Randle, the New York Knicks, orange and blue skies, that's back. coming to the Eastern Conference Finals, right? What about Joel Embiid? If he comes back, no, no, no. what? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to say to you, if Julius Randle and Joel Embiid, no, come no, back, no. See, he, he put no, an listen, and in okay. there. I don't, Randall, I don't see Joel. If Julius Randle and Joel Embiid come back, I'm still going with the Knicks to take Philly out. But like, that's what I'm saying. Joel could be anywhere here too. I mean. There's an opportunity in the East. You could put Joel maybe ahead of Dame because he comes back, plus Buddy Heald, plus what they got going with Maxi. I mean, our own list. this yeah, we need to do our own list because this whole potentially, you can miss me with the potentially. All right, oh, let's man. get the grade, oh, Shannon. Three. Give me the grade. D. 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 Okay, that's fine. Y'all can say that because y'all just hold it against me. You look, look, look. Potentially, what? No, we got the rundown. C for creativity. And C get the grade. Chanae, stop it. Stop hey, trying to be nice. I like having them here on listen, the West Coast. I got Julius Randle. I knew what that I was, Chanae. If Julius Randle comes back, he's going to conference. But let me, on a more serious note, let me get to the point. When I, talk, when I left Tatum out, you look at Boston collectively, all right? They got all the pieces, okay? So, yeah, that might apply to Tatum in the finals, but even without an A-grade Tatum, you could still get to okay. the finals through okay. the East and Boston. A? You see what I'm saying? You, know what I'm saying? you think without an A-Tatum, they can get past Milwaukee? Yes. Oh, no, no, oh, yes. without an A-Tatum. Oh, yes. oh, yes. oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Based, no. On the boy, based on the Milwaukee we've seen. No. Yes. No. Well, they're turning the corner. They will need an A-plus, Tatum. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll see. Stephen we'll A. Smith, we'll that is 10 minutes of my life I will never we'll get back again. <laughs> what with the grade? I what like to go to break. At least we got to see the suit. Oh, you know what, Shannon? Shannon, it was so <laughs> embarrassing that it was potentially <laughs> impactful that I couldn't even ask America. I wouldn't even do oh, that to them. I wanted to see America give a D. I didn't even take it to the streets. All y'all need to know is I will deal with her later. You will deal with her Molly gets away. With no, too much. No. Molly gets away with too much on the air, yeah. but she going to start getting some shade on the air. Embarrassing? Oh. Okay, it's cool. Now, <laughs> all the embarrassing moments you can provide, stay tuned. I'll be picking them apart. But outside Stephen of that, a. here's the deal. Jamal hey, Murray, a. like you said, Kawhi, Damien, Ant-Man, come on now. Come yeah. on now. 
Come on, S.A., I just want to know, is that a threat or is that a promise? Both. Oh, okay, cool. B-O-A-L. Cool story, bro. Cool story, bro. All right. Let's go to break. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. So the Sixers have a tough test tonight in Boston, and they'll be without their best player, Joel Embiid. Our Ramona Shelbourne reported last week that there is an optimism in Philadelphia that Embiid can return at some point during the regular season, at least close enough to the playoffs to get his rhythm heading into the playoffs. All right, Shannon, you're up first. What do you think? Should the Sixers shut down Embiid for the season? I shut him down. I mean, he's had knee problems basically his whole career. He's had he's been dealing with lower extremities, especially for a man that's that height and that size. Uh, to come back, say two or three games, he's going to really need to like get conditioning. So he's going to need to come back probably about six weeks before the end of the season to give himself an opportunity to play Stephen A. and get himself in basketball shape. I would not risk it. Joel Embiid is your future. I don't believe you're going to win a championship with a hobble Joel Embiid. I I'm shutting Joel Embiid down and said, big fella, get ready for next year. I just can't, I just cannot run the risk of having him re-injure that knee and be out and, and even miss more time, maybe even miss off-season training and conditioning, have to have another surgery. It's not worth it to me. I'm shutting him down. Shannon, you know this from personal experience, and Stephen A. also to some degree. We are not wired to shut down. No. Especially if we have the opportunity, as Ramona said, to get some rhythm moving forward and then into the playoffs. I think he should play. And granted, he has to be absolutely healthy, like feeling better than what he was doing when he was playing this season. I know he was playing banged up, but when he was playing – he was the favorite for MVP. I yes. mean, leading the NBA in points per game. How many prime seasons from Joel Embiid are you going to have? The window, it feels like every year is getting smaller and smaller. There's more pressure on, so much so that they're looking to acquire some player so they maximize on this window in this offseason. If he's healthy, if he's available, if he's able to get rhythms, mind you, I know that's a lot of ifs. Yeah, it's a lot of I know that's a lot that's of ifs. like 10. But Joel Embiid is not wired to sit. 
I think he wants to play, especially looking at the landscape of the East. The Boston Celtics, they're in a class of their own. The Milwaukee Bucks, what we've seen recently, they're trying to knock on the door. But the truth of the matter is that when Joel Embiid is on the floor from last year, MVP season, to this year, he's, like, trying to repeat right. that, giving you those points per game. Plus, Maxi has stepped up. He's an all-star. Now you add Buddy Hield. The team is coming together. You have an opportunity to make some noise in the East and maybe potentially, you know, try to get to the Eastern Conference, you know, finals. Now, I know they could slip down to the play and it makes the path that much harder. But if you look at the landscape, everyone can shoot their shot this season. Right. If he's able to come back and beat, let's say, 90% based off of the slow rhythm, you have a shot to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Steven, before you go, do you know what it takes for a man that size to get in tip-top shape when he's missed time during the season? It takes guys in the offseason two or three months. So you're going to have, a, you're gonna have a, a procedure on your knee and it's going to take time for you to rehab and to get back into shape. Do you, you know what it takes. Yeah, I've had multiple, you know, situations with lower extremities, and it is not easy. And I'm like a slim, you know, a slim gym, right? Yeah. Compared to Joel Embiid. That's 300 pounds. But I, yeah, that's like a, like, yeah, that's that's a lot. Pounds. That's a lot. But I do think that he wants to play. I think he sees a team. Like, a lot of people coming into the season saw the Philadelphia 76ers, and they saw more questions than answers. They got a lot of answers so far this season. They want to maximize on this window. If he's able to play and they say, hey, we have a shot to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and hopefully do something we haven't done before and then go into an offseason where we now have more knowledge to know who we need to get to really win championships with this next two, three years where you're trying to secure Joel Embiid, you take a look at it. Again, he has to feel good. He has to be healthy. He has to feel like he's better than when he was playing. And when he was playing, he was the best player in the NBA. Yeah. <sighs> Shannon Shaw. What you going to do with him? If Joel Embiid said that he was taking his wife and he was going on a trip to Barbados... I'd be scared he was going to step on a rock <laughs> and be gone for the season. <laughs> that, 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 I mean, that, 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 this is what we're talking about. Yes. We're talking about Joel Embiid, who has been in the league since 2014, and there has not been a single season that he has not been hurt. Mm -hmm. 2014 to 2016, there's very few people on the planet who get drafted the top three overall and don't play a game the first two years of their careers. That's Joel Embiid because he came in with a foot injury. He's had foot injuries. He's had knee injuries. He's had back injuries. He's had ankle injuries. He's had everything. Stomach issue. Had a facial issue as well. So, you know, bro, let me tell you something right now. I'm taking him. I'm putting him any chance I get. I don't give a damn. I ain't sitting him down. I ain't shutting him down. <laughs> Nothing. If he could give me 10 minutes, I'm taking the man averaging 35 and 11. He's been averaging over 30 the last three years. 28 the year before that. The brother's a scoring machine. The footwork is, uh, is phenomenal. He's he maybe is one of the greatest skilled big men this game has ever seen. If that brother could give me 15 to 20 minutes at 75%, I'm taking it. I don't care. I'm not sitting him down because there is there's no such thing as let's get him ready for the next season because you can get him ready for the next season and then he can show up in training camp and damn it he flying from 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 wherever he's flying from to Philadelphia and damn it the seats weren't comfortable enough the seats weren't comfortable enough Come his knees aching the back's hurting or whatever they, they couldn't recline the bed wasn't long enough so he had to sit up a little bit and that hurt him his neck hurt it could be anything with him there's no way I am sitting down Joel Embiid at all. Anytime he can play, I'm taking it. But, Stephen A., you do realize. Now, okay, he had this procedure. Let's just say for the sake of argument, he had the procedure a month ago. Okay. How much cardio do you think he's doing? 
I can kill us. So, so what, what is his weight? Okay, let's just say for the sake of argument, when he had the surgery, his weight was 300 pounds. After having the surgery and not doing any cardio, what do you think I saw weight? a video I'm, I'm, I'm of a... him and his beautiful son Arthur on the sidelines, and he looked fine. Oh, let me say this to you. Let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way, right? So, Joel and B, we know that his skill level is on an elite level, Absolutely. Right? Well, Shannon, let me tell you something right now. You ain't played football in a long time. Yeah. You know, it's been going for a long time. Yeah. Right? Let's say before, before you know, before you, before yeah. you had the hip issue, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Before that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shannon Sharp, you retire, you can't play no more. I'm looking at your crew over there. They know they, they laughing because they know where I'm going, right? Shannon Sharp, they ask you to play football again. Ain't a bunch of men out there like that, like the gun does you. It's a whole bunch of Stephen A's out there. You got to go again. <laughs> Shannon gonna go like this. I can play. I can, I can play. play. Yeah. That's Joel Embiid. That's, that, that, that's the competition. Nobody matches up with this brother, Thank but you. Jokic. I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you, he don't have to be elite. He don't have to be in tip-top shape. He don't have to be – he don't even have to be ready. Unready. This brother he, can roll out on the basketball court. He just to be warmed court. up. Think That's about it. it. He, just, he need to break a sweat. This is where I'm going to disagree. When did Joel B start taking his game to the next level? When he got in condition. I understand that, but when he wasn't in condition – I'm glad you brought that up because I got the stats right in front of me. Shannon, when he wasn't in condition. When yeah. he wasn't in condition. Uh, Shannon, he averaged 27 and a half, 23 and 28 and a half. Yeah. That's, un- that's not in condition. That's an all-star that's, 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 that's not in condition But then, no, no, and then he went to 34. Then he went to – now he 30, went to – 33 and 35. Not – now he's in Chamberlain. Now he's talking about – now we're looking at him like Shaq. I, I feel you, but what I'm saying to you is I'm going to take yes. something a little less than Chamberlain before I take nothing. You just said he'll give you 15 minutes. Give him 15 get, get minutes. 20, get 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Look, Demon, you ain't here. Play five minutes in the first and second quarter. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you off the third. So you get five five minutes minutes I give a damn. I give a damn. He's Joel and B. I'm going to take it. I'm not sitting that man. Yeah, and also, thinking he could get her anyway. So he has modified his game. He's no longer just lunging himself at the basket like he used to, drawing these fouls. I don't know if you guys have noticed when you watch the Sixers games, he has one of the most unguardable plays in basketball, and it's the most simple. Literally, it's him at the top of the key, he can't be doubled there, right. and he gets into his bag and into his, into right. his package. Shoots over any seven-footer. Right. Yeah. Now, the thing that I'm worried about is him blowing through the middle of the lane to yeah. finish. But, but again, I don't, that's, he ain't going to be on the court long enough to do that. That's my whole point. So and, let me gonna, tell you and listen, 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 <laughs> listen, listen, I'm more, listen, I'm worried about this brother going to Philly and he's going to get a cheesesteak. He might trip over the curb. Anything can happen. I'm not taking no hey, chances. Stephen Yo, a, man, you got to play. You got to play. You got. I'm not sitting him. Oh, I'm hey. taking whatever I can get. He's too great. Hey, hey guys, remember me? I feel a little left out. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, yeah, you today, can, by can I ask a question? Because, I, I mean, I'd like to be a part of the program if that's okay. Well, you would have been if you could have made it to L.A., but you never do. But that's a different Stephen subject for another day. But go ahead. A. Smith, first mm-hmm. of all, I didn't even know you were going to be in L.A. You didn't even mm-hmm. let me know or give me a heads I up. I did. So I most certainly did. You, Everybody else knew. No. Don't even start. Let's let's okay. not do this publicly, like your travel her. and how you I change it. Like it's okay. unreal, okay? And okay. not all of us have PJs and you know, so let's just not go there. It'll be awkward. Uh Chanae, as of right now, who do you think is the biggest threat to Boston in the East? Because right now it feels like it's men amongst boys with that team. Yeah, the biggest threat to the Boston Celtics are the Boston Celtics. It's themselves. I mean, they have all of the tools to make it to not the Eastern Conference Finals, but to the NBA Finals. Now, I have the Nuggets overall as winning the championship because I watched them play after Kobe Bryant, his statue. I went in person, saw that matchup versus the Lakers. Those guys are different. Long, you've got Jokic, now the favorite for MVP. Jamal just knows how to step up in the right moments, even though he's potentially on your list, Stephen A. Smith, your potentially good impact players list. He's already certified. It's the Boston Celtics to me because if you look at them, I know Stephen 
DNA, you're very nervous about the amount of threes that they take, right? Yes. They take the most threes, but they do also make, make the, the most, most threes. I think they're hearing these criticisms, right? And especially what I'm watching from them is the fourth quarters. Because if you look at the East, what, are the Cavs at number two? Yeah. You've got the Knicks sliding down. The Bucks are getting better. They put themselves in a class of their own. Literally, they should be able to handle business. They're stars. We're talking about, you know, what is it, minutes restriction for Joel Embiid. Their stars are not playing in the fourth quarter because they win the NBA's margin of victory. Yeah. They get to sit. They get to rest. The big knock on them in the NBA Finals two years ago was that they ran out of gas. Right. Jason Tatum didn't show up. They didn't have the legs. They have the legs now. They have a better team in the sense that right. Chris Stapps Porzingis has always been my X factor. Being able to, you know, spread the floor so that those guys can attack, which that's why I say they're frustrating because when you have a guy like Porzingis who can give you 20 points a game, who can help you with rim protection, why are you settling at all times for the, you know, for threes, going by these numbers and these analytics? I don't like it, but at the same time, he's another person that's been injury prone in the past. I know that when he was with the New York Knicks. But that's the whole point. Yeah, I know that when he was in the New York Knicks. Let him wait until the playoffs to drop to the hole. What was he expected to do for the New York Knicks? He was expected to be the unicorn, the savior of the garden, right? On the Celtics, he's expected to space the floor. He's third best player. Yeah. And if he's, if he's your third or on some nights fourth best player based off of Drew Holiday oh, and Derek, if you're going right. to uh, combine those two, you are built to make it to the NBA Finals. Yeah. I'm looking at the rest of the landscape. None of them are battle-tested in the ways that they have been. None of them improved. And these guys are just rolling. They're rested. The expectations are on themselves well, if, I, if I get all-star Dame with Giannis that's giving me 31, 11, and 5, I like the book. Where's the perimeter defense, though? Because as much as they're doing better in transition, they need that perimeter defense to go they up against the Celtics. Well, they don't have – hey, you got what you got. So you got to outscore some people. <laughs> That's all you if got. If Julius Randle – Man, go ahead over to Julius Randle. <laughs> and the New York Knicks are going to the conference finals. If, uh, of course, OG Ananobi, I'm assuming he's going to be back, Mitch Roberts. The defense elevates. They picked up Bogdanovich. Burks coming off the bench is spelling for Jalen Brunson. Why does this stuff matter? And why am I not that – you know, just depressed about the injuries because if they were healthy, Tom Thibodeau would run them into the ground because he prioritizes the regular season so much. The fact that they are not there, it gives their legs the top opportunity to get healthy, fresh, ready to go come playoff time. And I'm telling you something right now, their defensive prowess. Remember, I said that. And now they got some shooters as well. I'm telling you right now, look out. Remember, I said it. Orange and blue skies, baby. Yeah, Orange and blue skies. I'm in New York Knicks with Julius. And Julius Randle come back. And I don't know if he's going to. That's a separated show. Then, you know, in and out, Chris Webber days, all this. I remember that. But they've come back healthy. New York Knicks going to the conference you finals. You expect we're going to be sad all over you know again. New York Knicks going to the conference finals. You I'm just telling you, man. I'm just telling y'all right now. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. New York Knicks going to go to the conference finals. I think it's, I think so it's, y'all can beat the Bucs or y'all can beat, well, we can be, we can I, beat the Bucs. Look, I don't even we think about the it's the head-to-head. I don't think it's the head-to-head. What right. I'm concerned about, you know, I love New York. I work every day on NBA Today with Kendrick Perkins, who's the mayor of New York. I say I'm like vice president. Uh, I love what they've done. But the truth of the matter is, for some reason, and this is where I'm going with Unk on this one here, with the Bucks. For some reason, despite all of their ups and downs, right, their oscillations, the Bucks remain third in the Eastern That's standings. Right. Yeah. New York, if they're not able to right their wrongs, I think they've lost like five out of their last seven or six yes, games. They should have lost seven. last night, too. You know, now that you're talking about it, yes. The, the script writers, the script writers I mean, were in their bag. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. 
think? Look, I'm not going to lie. The analyst to me, I was like, man, they were robbed, the Pistons. But the basketball fan, I was like, that was a great finish by heart. Like, that was a moment <laughs> in the garden. Right. It feels like, the, you know, the story is for the Knicks. But the reality, though, if they make it to the play-in and then they have to work their way all the way up. Knicks ain't going no play Knicks ain't going no play I mean, right now, right now, they have 23 losses. Philly and Miami will fall into the play-in before the New York Knicks do. I'm not concerned about it. By the way, when Grant Randall was there, him and Andrew OG Ananobi, they were 12 and 2 in the month of January. They're the best team in basketball in the month of January. See, people keep forgetting that stuff. You understand what I'm saying? And I wasn't feeling this way until they got Bogdanovich because when you got that sniper, yeah. when you got that brother to add to the mix, I'm saying you get healthy. Excuse yeah. me, why should I believe that? Ain't nobody playing defense like that. Agreed. But Boston. Are we, are we talking about the Julius Randle that, that played like milk 2% from the three point line? Or the, the one that could yeah, potentially be available, the Julius Randle. It's all about the potential. If they're healthy, I love the Celtics in the finals, but if they're not healthy, the path gets harder, especially with the No, no, no. If they're not healthy, then it's going to be Milwaukee-Boston. It's going to be Milwaukee-Boston regardless. No, no. Knicks going to take – Knicks, I'm telling you right now. Knicks going to take – You got a 24-year-old Clyde Frazier. Knicks, I'm not worried about what Jalen Brunson – Listen, we got the best thing since Clyde Frazier at the point guard spot. We got that in Jalen Brunson. Brunson leading the NBA in February and scoring right there with Luka Doncic. If they're healthy, they can make it all the way to the finals. Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference Finals. That's right. That's right. You heard that. Man, you heard that. And listen, I ain't listen. never heard so many ifs in all my life. Wait, wait, what about you? What about <laughs> I you? No, I ain't going to go to no Clippers game. I ain't going to go to no Clippers game. That's your excuse yeah, for hiding from Laker scared. game. I got hiding. You I scared got nightcap to tonight. You got, really? Yeah. You, you can like, do the nightcap after the game. Isn't it nightcap? Hold on. I thought you were the boss. I am. I thought you were the boss. Yeah. You make sure I got me by example. We get it. We get it. But one Laker game. One night I've been in a Laker game. Isn't nightcap post-game anyways? No, yeah. Shannon, so Shannon's got plans. How He's got go, plans. How am, get, how am I gonna get from downtown back? Easily. I've done it all the time. <laughs> I've done it all the time. What are you talking about? Easily, very easily. No, I gotta if work. you want to, I gotta if work. you want to, I gotta work. I got. I'm a, I'm a boss that leads by example. I understand that. Oh, so am I. But here's it. my question: Is you can't you can't delay it, or you can't push it up so you can finish it early so you can no. get to the game? You don't want to, because no. you know they gonna get their ass kicked. No, that's what that but is. But I got an early flight right. catch. I got an early flight catch Thursday. Really? Oh, really? Hey, oh, hey, hey, I, hey, guys, 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 guys! I'd I love do. to hear Shannon's schedule, um, but I got things to do. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live.
Oh, let's get it. It's going to be a good one when Devin Haney and Ryan Garcia face off April 20th in what should be the biggest fight of the year. Devin Haney, a perfect 31-0 and making the first defense of his junior welterweight title. Ryan Garcia, his first challenger, sporting a 24-1 record himself. And on that note, listen, I don't think anybody's better suited to do this right now because we've got Stephen A. and Shannon, of course, on the West Coast than myself because I deal with the sparring and this kind of energy all day long every day. <laughs> so I can handle the situation right now with the two of you. We welcome in Devin Haney, the current WBC junior welterweight champion and his top contender, Ryan Garcia. Thank you guys both so much for being here. Thank you. And the fits, like people don't usually outdress me on the show, but the two of you, the Fendi, the Diesel, I mean, now we're talking real money. It's next level. I know your fashion. Uh, a little bit, a little something, something. All right, Devin, tell me this. How did this fight come about? Why Garcia? Why not Teofimo Lopez? Why not Shakur Stevenson or Javante Davis? I mean, it started off. Ryan called me out after, after the last fight. He said that this was the fight that uh, he wanted to make. You know, a long time ago, he was my mandatory. We could have made the fight happen, mm -hmm. but uh, it didn't happen then for whatever reason. Ryan can tell you that. Okay. But uh, the time has finally come. Um, you know, we were, we were supposed to make the fight, and then uh, he went on a jog with Floyd, and then he reneged, and then that fight didn't, you know, him and Rowley, that fight didn't work out. Yeah. So now here we are again. So tell me your side of the story here. Well, I mean, he said it. You know, I mean, he didn't lie. So um, basically, I did a poll where uh, I asked the people, yeah. who, who do you want me to fight, Devin Haney or Rolando? Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously, they 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 voted in favor of Devin. So I was I was with it. And then I told everybody, I told my team to go um, advance forward in those mm -hmm. talks. They did. We had something. We had the ball rolling. Obviously, I'm in Vegas. I'm with Floyd. I look up to Floyd. Yeah. I mean, it's no secret. We went on a jog. He said, that's not the move. I said, why? Like, I told the people, like, I'm going to fight Devin. He said, don't do it for reasons. Floyd told you don't do it. Yeah, so I'm not going to go into what he said. But basically, he was like, that's not the move. You went into what he said before. Why not do it now? Okay. What's the gist of what? Uh, basically, they're trying to say he's not a draw. Like, you know, he ain't shit. Basically, is what they're saying, right? I mean, I'm not trying to talk that yeah. much shit. I have already. But at the end of the day... So, it, if I'm not a draw, why did you say you're going to make more money this fight than you did with Tank? Because because I'm marking the shit out of this. So, I got to be a draw. You wasn't on pay-per-view hey, last fight. I'm the one that was actually in your favor. I said, yeah, he's picking up steam. They're the ones that were downplaying you. I'm the one that stuck up for the vibes. I said... Somebody can make you just tell you anything. No, they cannot, bro. Know. And look, I learned my lesson. I'm not going to let nobody ever convince me what I already know. Okay. And now it's okay. happening. And, and it's April, here anyways. 20th, what does it absolutely. matter? Essay, get in here. I know you guys okay. want to get into this matchup. Exactly. And, Devin, I'll start with you. This fight, what is it that you see in Ryan Garcia that convinces you that you're going to take him out? I mean, I've been knowing Ryan since we was nine, ten years old. So we've been fighting. This is our, our seventh fight, you know, um, but our, the one that really matters in the, in the pros. And, um, you know, I know Ryan really, really well. Um, I got a lot of experience with him in the ring. You know, he won, he won the, the ones when I was, when we were young. I won the ones when we were older. Um, I, you know, the world can see how much, you know, better I am as, as a pro, how much more, you know, I've matured, you know, in, in the pro career. And, uh, you know, I'm just a better overall fighter. Right, Ryan? No, you're not. <laughs> you're Ryan, not you're shaking, Ryan, you're shaking your head when De Devin says he's a better fighter. You're shaking your head. What gives you the confidence that you can take him out, that you can beat him? 
I just think that, you know, he's he 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 made the best out of what he has. And it's he did too. And he's he has a lot. One punch. Okay. See, you're using the Tank Davis thing. One no, that's the truth. No, it's not. Okay, anyways, I know there's a difference between good and great, and that's what you're going to see. Well, Ryan, I want to chip. I want to chime back in here because when, when Devin just said what he said, you seemed a bit agitated, and, and I guess the question is going to be there's a lot of people that are going to look at that Javante Davis fight. They're going to throw it in your face. They're going to try to hold it against you in terms of you getting hit with the body shot, and that's why you lost. I know how much of a great fighter you are. I think you're both great, to be quite honest with you. I can't wait to see this fight. But I'm asking you from the standpoint, is that something that you feel the need to offset because a lot of people are going to be throwing that kind of shade in your direction, basically trying to, for whatever reason. Yeah. How are you going to feel about that? How are you going to react to it? I mean, at the end of the day, look at everybody knows I was extremely handicapped. So I don't care what people say. Mm -hmm. If I feel like if, if I was at my full strength, Tank wouldn't have beat me. He obviously handicapped the shit out of me. I'm sorry. Yeah, for, for it's all good. But he obviously handicapped me and he did everything in his power to make it the hardest thing for me. I just went with it because, look at boxing was boring. Mm -hmm. Nobody was watching it anymore the same way that we used to watch Floyd and, and Oscar. And it was just, you know, the energy was there. So I, I basically said, I'm just going to take matters in my own hands. And I'm not going to let anything he puts in front of my plate. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat it, whatever it is. I got I to gotta just do it because this is going to propel, one, my career. And it's going to propel boxing. So I did it, like, w with that in my mind. Yeah. And, you know, was it tough? Yeah. Did I, I felt like I was going to die in training camp losing all that weight. Everybody knows that's not an easy cut. And I was blistering in my mouth the day before. I, they don't know what I went through to make that fight happen. When I got hit to the body, like, I have nothing left. What am I going to do? I, I had no power. I had nothing. And I still had him holding for dear life in the second round when I cracked him. It is what it is. You live and you learn. And it sounds like And I'm never going to let nobody play me like that again. And it sounds like that, even with the Floyd situation, this. But we're here now in this moment. So what's the mindset going into this as the challenger April 20th in Brooklyn? What, how do you capitalize on this and, and get the win? I mean, he's the champion, so i got to go take it. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm coming with the intention to leave no doubt. Like, I have to go get him. Like, this is my moment. I want the WBC strap. He knows it. You did that in a tank fight, too, right? No. You win it? Again. You, you no, know, I'm just saying you went in there with no doubt. You you, you took it to him. Uh, I'm asking you a question. <laughs> I don't even want to entertain that. Like, you, you, no, I just I proved my point. Why? Devin, why do you think you're going to retain the belt? Uh, I'm just a better overall fighter. Um, it's nothing. How. It's nothing that Ryan can do. That's, that's better than me. Ryan Garcia goes in there and he just jumps on you with, with no real game plan, no no nothing. He that, That's his only game plan is to go in there and try to just rough you, out, rough you up and try to just swing for the fences. And that's how he got caught in the tank fight, being anxious. And in this fight, if he's over anxious, he will get caught again. Shannon? So, Devin, when you look at this fight, you say he looks to overwhelm you. Are you saying that he's more of a fighter and you're more technical and you're going to look to counter what he does with the, with the, uh, the fighting style? No, I mean, um, it's, it's, it's no, no secret that, um, you know, I'm, I'm the, the better boxer. I'm the smarter fighter. I got the better IQ. And, um, you know, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to ha handicap him like I do every opponent. We know what Ryan wants to do. He wants to land the hook. 
that's all he has. After that, it's, 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 it's nothing more. Once you handicap him, handicap him of that, everything goes out the window. You know, it'd be funny if I knock you out with the right hand. Okay. That'd be hilarious. What if I knock you he out? He only with the has right the hand? left hook and then bow so, right hand right in his face. And what if I knock you out with the right hand? That's gonna Bro, be hilarious. You know you don't. Devin, you, what if, you Hey, that would be crazy. No, that would be crazy. That would be nuts. Devin. <laughs> when you spoke earlier, you said the one punch. Are you talking about the punch that Javante landed on Ryan, or are you talking about he only has one punch? No, he only has one punch, and that's the left hook. Ryan, what do you say to that? He says you're a one-punch fighter. <sighs> you don't get to where I'm at with one punch. Obviously, I have another punch. I've knocked people out with the right hand. I mean. But where are you at? Who have you beat? I beat Luke Campbell, and he was tough. And who has, was he not tough, though? Who has Luke Campbell beat? Luke Campbell's tough. Who has Luke Campbell beat? How, you know a good fighter when you see it. Oh, who has Luke Campbell hey, beat? Hey, respect, though. You did, you did beat a lot of good people, and I respect that. But it wasn't like something like you didn't put your stamp on it. Like, I beat them. Hey, Devin. It was just kind of like mid, you know? Devin, you is, beat nobody. Is, 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 is Ryan Garcia. You stepped up is, one time, and you lost. You quit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did beat Fortuna. I beat Fortuna. I beat Fortuna. Fortuna was washed when you fought him. How easy was it, though? He <laughs> was washed when you fought bro, him. Bro, literally, bro. I was chilling there, bro. I think it's, what, Fortuna retired after that, did he? Of course. And Luke Campbell. Yeah. I retire people. Yeah, okay. You know what they do? They, 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 they smile anybody. after they get Luke out of the Campbell ring with you. Like, anybody. That was whatever. Like They're just happy after they, after they fight me. It's like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And what about you after the tank fight? How was you after? Okay. Chilling. Yeah. I was, I was gambling, yeah, chilling, yeah, drinking, yeah, yeah. doing whatever I wanted. You, you, you took that ass whooping. See? That butt whooping, Chris. <laughs> right. I, I, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Uh, Disney does own us. I want to let Stephen A. get back in here, and then I got a little something for the two of you before we let you roll. S.A.? Well, the only, the, only, the, only, the, only question, the only reason I wanted to ask this last question is because the way that you described him, Devin, I want to know where you rank Ryan Garcia in terms of, the, you know, comparing him to the rest of the opponents that you huh. have had. I, wanna, I, got, I don't want to know where you rank him based on how you've classified his fight game. I got to share the ring with him. Um, you know, I can go in there and uh, I can watch him all day, but, you know, I got to go in there and uh, share the ring with him and uh, see what he brings to the table. So uh, I can't rank him now, but after the fight, I'll be able to, to tell you more. All right. Okay. April 20th, it all goes down at Barclays. Can't wait to see it. Before we go, I just wanted to lighten the mood a little bit, if that's cool. So I did a little uh, research on you guys. And can I just share a video? Um, I think I know do, 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 we, do we have this? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. So here's the deal. Ryan. Ain't no way. You know, you Ryan's got... a TikTok influencer, apparently. Oh, that... Some people use gel. Some people use pomade. And you just go straight Cocoa Butter Jergens? Yeah. No, for real. Re okay. Yeah, I can like... do it right in front of you right now. Okay. Well, luckily, I brought gifts. So here's the first one. Um, I got you a travel size, oh, so you could fly. take it on the plane with you if you wanted it. But that was that's the Jergens. This is cherry almond. I don't even know if it's gonna work. Well, it's good flavor. Okay. You, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, so that so that's just you just you do a little Jergens and you just slick it back and you, you get real like, pretty. You go like that. Tell us how we do it. A little poppy chulo. I got you right now. Okay, there we go. Let's go. I don't even got a camera though. That's oh, okay. You got it. <laughs> you got it. Something like go. this. All right. And I was told that you like these chips. <laughs> oh, I kind of look good though. Um, Am I right? Yes. Here you go. How do you say them? Takis. Takis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I try one? Of course. Okay, awesome. I'll open it. Are they, are they blue? My nutritionist will have a heart attack right okay. now. Okay, well, Those I love good. to eat. Oh, you lost your mic. Let's pick that up real you know quick. Let me try eating, this real quick. Stephen A. Molly got to get in on it. They're not good. 
this no, is good. No, I don't think they're good for you. This oh, is good. Yeah. All right, we got to go until we have to go. These are delicious. They're good. Though. These are legit. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. For the first time in six weeks, the UConn men's basketball team is not the number one team in the AP poll. UConn's loss on the road to then number 15 Creighton last week, 85 to 66, dropped them to number three in the nation. Um, mm-hmm. Stephen A. and Shannon, I understand you wanted to talk about this. So, so what's your hot take? No, actually, we did. Actually, we did not. We, <laughs> we no did not. Know. Don't do that. Don't do that. But I will tell you this. It doesn't really matter because UConn is considered to be in a virtual tie with Houston and Purdue for a number one seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Joe Lunardi pointed that out. So, obviously, U- UConn is a big-time team. We know all of that. They're going to finish as one of the top three seeds and overall, which means they're going to have a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. So, their path to the Final Four is going to be easier than most. We'll see what they do. But that's not what you – yesterday, you told me they were still number one. When I I broached the subject about Creighton. I went to Creighton for two semesters. You said we're still number one. So was that a lie yesterday or today? Um, it's a lie today now that okay. we have the new AP poll. And we've never the seen new, that this late. And we've never seen that so now, they have dr- right. now they have dropped to three. But, Shannon, I'd just like yes. to leave you with this. So we have this um, thing here at ESPN called ESPN Bet. Stephen yes. A. could tell you all about it. Yeah. So ESPN Bet has UConn winning it all. So I'll just leave you with that. The last time that happened was the 2007 Florida Gators. So I'm still going to reserve my tickets to Arizona. I have no issues, and I feel like this is good. Sometimes in life, you have to get brought down to your knees you hit rock bottom you regroup you reset and you come back stronger more resilient so I'm actually grateful for Creighton I'm thankful because now we're going to step our game up can I ask you a question how sure. many casino how many casinos you think they built in Vegas with win, with a uh, uh, winner's money Shannon I'm nice. just asking. It's a, it's a simple question. There's Listen, a reason Shannon, why. Shannon, I don't want to talk about you so in you Vegas me and, the, and the parties that you throw and the people you don't invite. No one, are no you, one wants to are hear you about giving, it. Are you giving me the field against UConn, yes or no? Yeah. Okay, done. I saw yeah. you come. You see how easy that was? Yeah. I just walked you right to the trap. Your pride, because I knew you were a very prideful woman. <laughs> very prideful. And I knew you couldn't get back to the corner and let, let, let the, the nation see my. So what do we put? Carol. What do you want to what do you want to put on it? Make it loud on yourself. Whatever you want to bet. What you want to bet? I'll go um I'll go a bag. What do you want? You want a bag too? A bag of money? I'm going to be the bag. A, a purse. A, a purse. A tote. A purse. A I'm going to purse. Okay. What do you want? Okay. A backpack? Uh, you know. Di- 
You want a designer backpack? I'll go designer purse. Okay, deal. Deal? deal? Okay. Hold on. Are we talking Birkin designer? Or no, are we we're talking not going LV? Birkin. We're talking okay, like LV Gucci. Sure. Yeah, okay, settle okay, down. Okay. I don't, okay, have, money. Know, I like I don't have money like you, you know, two. I like my Birkins now. All right, Purple Rain, it's been real. Stephen A., I'll see you and Mad Dog in New York tomorrow. Bye, <laughs> nah, guys. No, Stephen A., but he ain't coming back.